con man. What's up, Trev? Not much. How you doing? Doing pretty well, actually. Uh, just, you know, enjoying my, my week off here. Um, trying not to get too lazy though but it's it's been a little bit been a little bit tough to break out of the doldrums and the desire to just kind of sit around and do nothing (laughs) well i bet there's something contributing to that desire to sit around yeah a little bit uh as as you know uh i got my tax return and i decided to spend my fun money on getting myself a nintendo switch because you and basically everybody i know have talked it up a considerable amount and I can definitely attest to the fact that the praise is very, very well-founded. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm so excited you it's... have one, even though there's, like, no good friend system on there yet. No, and it doesn't look like there's going to be one for a decent amount of time, probably until it gets, like, it goes to a paid-for service in September, I think, was what I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think is going to coincide with Super Smash, probably. Yep, that would be my guess. And... So, yeah. So, I mean, I've already raved to you enough, but hopefully I haven't clouded your judgment too much. But what are your first impressions since you've just had it a couple of days? Um, my first impressions of it are, well, I picked it up, uh, took it home, got it all plugged up, hooked up, ready to go, and then proceeded to not do anything with it for like two days. I don't think, <laughs> I, like, I, don't think I touched it for like two days because I was so busy um, getting that out of the Hornet invite and stuff going, but uh even while i was off doing all the other things i was doing i'm sitting there researching gear and things to get for it uh which i just got the mail i got my carrying case i got my uh my kind of protective case i got a screen protector i got a charge cable for it just a couple little little things um my game i got the switch that i had seen enough to know that there were two that really ended me um, both being uh, Mario uh, Odyssey and um, Breath of the Wild, and I said Breath of the Wild looks like the one I, I think I would get a, I would sink my teeth into more. And so, picked up Breath of the Wild, fired it up just kind of on a whim. It was late. I'd gotten back from my uh, from my track meet on Saturday night, and I decided to try it, and I couldn't put it down. Like the the fact that I could I could play it on my TV. And then pop it out and carry it with me to bed, and then lay there in bed playing it for a little bit while I like kind of relaxed and got ready for to sleep. Was just like it felt almost surreal, like how how easy it was to just go through that and just be playing this massively um, expansive and beautiful game as a handheld game was just mind boggling to me. Um, and then for it to look so beautiful on the TV too. It was just, it felt too good to be true. It's because this is the dream, right? Like, it's not the most powerful mm-hmm. console. It's basically no, but... a TV console that you can play on the go. Like, I can't... Yeah, and it looks great. Like, it looks really great really on the screen, too. Like, you'd think, you'd think they'd have to compromise a lot to make it look as good as it does, but it looks fantastic. And I think the art style helps it a little bit, because um, I don't oh, think yeah. anything photorealistic would hold up quite that well, but... It's really good. And I like I can't tell you how many times I came so close to getting a 3DS, then a 3DS XL, then the 2DS, then the 2DS XL. But it was always like, well, these games, the graphics kind of look like garbage to me because I'm not used to them. Um, it's not my full-fledged like console games, but the Switch is it. Right. For sure. And 
that's that's one of the things that I can definitely attest to is like I had a 2DS, um, have one I should say, and I played it and I had fun with it, you know, for the games like Pokemon and so on and so forth. But with this thing, it's such a different animal because it it reminds me of. Did you ever have a PSP? No, I didn't, but I had friends who did, and I was obsessed. Oh, yeah. It, it reminds me of that, but on a much greater scale, because the PSP was really cool. I played, like, God of War and Grand Theft Auto on it, which at the time were, like, again, mind-boggling to me that I could play that on the go. But, like, the fact that I could do it, I can do a game of this caliber, because those were always very, you know, it felt very light, like it was kind of cut down. This is, its full, is a full-fledged game, completely 100% portable. It's so and sweet. The most appealing thing I've ever seen. So, side note about the PSP. Um, actually, ironically, the I've not watched very much Family Guy, but the most I've seen has been on a PSP on a friend's PSP <laughs> during right. a trip, which cracked me up on those little discs. You remember those? Oh, UMDs, man. Oh, they were kind of cool. They were. Those back when discs were still like really cool. Um, yeah. They came close though, because like. Um, the crazy thing about the Vita is how long they've supported it. I think Sony still supports it. And I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of like, uh, you can do this, you can play this game and have these features between the PS4 and the Vita. It's well, and this, this does blow my mind still. My friend has one. And I remember he visited me on vacation back when Assassin's Creed Unity was out. Right. He, from my apartment in another state from his house he had his psp he could turn on his psp remote into his playstation 4 it would it would wake up at his house and he would play unity streaming over the internet onto his psp no joke that's possible yeah like and how is this like not well known i don't know if there's like game by game limitations or what i mean i know you need internet but I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, so that was so close where it's like he was playing it on the go, but it's not like you could do that on a plane or without service, you know, but the PSP was pretty cool. Remote your, the PSV that can be used as second screen. Hold on. Or where is it? I just had it. Okay, so PlayStation 4 supports direct remote play integration with the PlayStation Vita, allowing gamers to play PlayStation 4 games using their handheld console. This enables players to pause or quit a game on their TV and start that same game on their Vita without losing any data. Or, once connected, they can see their PS4's home screen on the Vita and select games right from the start. This is ideal for when you wish to continue playing your games while relinquishing the loved one to te- or to the television to loved ones or roommates. Um, it's like in-home switch almost you know right which is pretty crazy that like i didn't even know about this till i saw it it's pretty impressive because this was with even more outdated hardware right i wonder like how many games you can do that with on the vita is it every game it must be yeah because i think it's just internet yeah that's wild yeah it it must work as something like an emulator so because i know the vita can't have as many buttons as the actual PS4 does. So, interesting. Yeah. But, sorry, that was a distraction, but I thought that was crazy. Um, That is, like, all this handheld stuff that we're getting here is just, it's mind-blowing. But speaking of buttons, how do you like 
um, the Joy Cons? Like, how do you like the buttons? How do you like the controls? And how do you like handheld mode? Um, I I think uh, the handheld mode for me has been uh, really great. Uh, like I said, I've been playing it, and I've played it in bed. Uh, today I played it for a bit in a coffee shop. Um, played it a little bit before I or like while I waited to get into the PT office today. Uh, I feel like it's really accessible and it feels really good in your hand. Um, it doesn't get uh, too exhausting playing it handheld. You know, like a lot of uh, a lot of handheld stuff, and especially something that's kind of this bulky, you'd think it would get kind of tiring, but it doesn't. And the Joy-Cons, uh, I haven't tried doing them just individually and holding them like separately because I haven't seen a need to do it. Uh, here's, but... here's your need. So play in TV mode and do uh-huh. it. And for the first time ever, you don't have to have your hands together in one spot to play a video game. You can just lounge. You can have like your arm on the couch. You can have your arm by your side. Just do it and you'll see. Okay. I'll, tr- I'll try that a bit tonight when I come home. Unencumbered. Heck yeah. Let's, let's, I'll give it a go and I'll let you know what I think. Um, and, but as far as like the little come in its package Joy-Con thing uh, where you can uh, like the comfort grip, I think is what they call it. Sliding those into that. It's not terrible. It's not great either. It's just kind of, it's functional. If that makes sense. Oh, hundred percent. I wish it was the it, charging it one. Right. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking into getting uh, one of the pro controllers, like one of the wireless pro controllers. As soon as, uh, as soon as I see one go on sale, um, because it just looks to me as that would be the best way to do it is it's basically in the Xbox controller format. And so I don't see any, any reason I shouldn't get that, you know, I'll, um, I'll probably get that for something like dark souls or smash bros where right. I need to be more like brutal on my controllers. Cause these joy cons, they do not feel delicate to me, but they're not like robust. Right. Although none of the controllers from this generation are, <laughs> No, they're all pretty. They're all pretty delicate. Um, I but treat I... my, I treat my Dual Shocks and my Xbox controller with absolute care, like like babies. Yeah, and I actually think the Joy-Cons are more durable than my Xbox controllers because the bu- the bumpers are great. I like the buttons. Um, there's not a lot of right. travel on them, but they're really robust. And the sticks actually have not been wearing down as much. Like I can't perceive any like wear and tear yet. I'm sure it'll show up eventually, yeah. but. I, and I mean, if they do break, Joy-Cons do not seem to be that expensive. They're so cool. Uh, they're kind of expensive. You can buy one, I guess. A single Joy-Con? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got I got my wife some. Um, they're so cool. I'm waiting for some orange ones. That's my color. Um, nice. But these are going to be like a lot more fun to like get another cool controller than standard like, consoles. Like your own? personal color your own per- like like the specialized kind of design where oh this one is a link themed joy con oh, yeah. oh this like your typical uh this is your dark souls themed if they if they have a uh like praise the sun themed joy concept when it comes when dark souls comes out i'll probably get that like i don't see any reason not to get that. oh man that's such a good idea i I had completely forgotten that Dark Souls was coming to this until you reminded me about it today. Right, because we were talking the other day about the Dark Souls series and how I've been wanting to play, and you were like, well, you were saying you're never going to go back and play one because it's not remastered. And I was like, that's fair. And I was like, oh, it's coming to Switch. And you were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, but I don't have one. But now, like, 
is Switch going to be the only platform with a remastered Dark Souls? Uh, no, it, it isn't. It's also coming to PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh, okay, good. I, I was like, that would be but insane. Switch, the one that have it mobile. I'm waiting to see the reviews because I know that that game requires such precise control that if the frame rate starts shuddering, it's just going to get frustrating if you're missing frames when you're trying to make moves. But um, I actually suspect it's going to be pretty good. My guess, my guess is they'll probably drop the visual quality a little bit. Um, uh, it says right here, I'm looking up an article on it, the Nintendo Switch will also hit this benchmark when docked. And it'll be uh, which is 1080p, so it'll it'll hit HD 1080p, wow. just like Xbox uh, One and PS4 when docked, uh, and 720p in handheld. Um, so uh, it's going to be capped at 30 FPS on Switch, which is that that's like the original um, that was the original one that it was capped at when it was released. Yeah, that's fine. So so it's going to be at the same levels that everybody's expecting it to do. Oh, that's um, amazing. Uh, they say mechanically the remaster plays almost exactly as you remember it. Uh, there are a couple modifications to controls on PS4. Otherwise, returning players will be able to jump right back in with attacks, blocks, and parries, control with triggers, and items cycled through and used with the D-pad and face buttons, respectively. Um, it doesn't seem like they've changed anything about the control structure or anything else. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. we'll see in a the couple months. Thing- little bit improved visuals it's actually going to be isn't it like a month or like a month and a half uh, let me look i'm reading up here i think it's like may this is great podcasting on my end i, it's, I have to oh, apologize 25th of may <laughs> all right yeah. i'm just shooting off stuff from the top of my head without any backup that's just hey man no research that's that's the way you do it <laughs> um I think we're going to see a massive E3 from Nintendo. I think. Oh yeah. Dude. I think the Smash Bros is a new Smash Bros. That's my that's my prediction. Um, well, with the power of the Switch, they're going to be able to do something new with it. Yeah, some people uh, are thinking it's remastered. I do not. Um, remastered. OG remastered. Uh, the last one from the Wii U. No, I doubt it. They they're showing the Splatoon characters. Um, it's it's Switch. Uh, Smash is one of their really big titles, so I think it's going to be brand new. And I think they, they yeah, for a while. This is so crazy. We had like Zelda and Mario last year. Um, I think we're going to have Smash Bros. So obviously, Metroid. yeah, we're probably going to have Metroid, which I think we're going to see more at E3. I think Rockstar is going to drop something at E3 for Switch, probably GTA mm-hmm. Five. Like that's the big rumor. That would be dope. Oh man, that's like I I do not play replay games. Um, they replay GTA Five on the Switch. I just might, even though I have a lot of issues with that game. Like I yep. hated my namesake's character, Trevor. Um, oh yeah, he's probably the worst at, at, like char- player character ever made in the history of any. And I felt like it was unnecessary. Like I thought that it was lazy. Um, right, Michael and Franklin. Like oh man, Franklin's like just an incredible character he's really the guy you're playing as technically you know what i mean i always i always felt the same as like franklin is the main character of the uh of the the entire game and then michael and trevor just kind of facilitate his character growth right like they're the ones that kind of speed along franklin's growth as a character and um 
it the, it feels like Rockstar tried to make Michael kind of the main character, but I think Franklin kind of shines as it's this is kind of his story, you know. I think it was a red herring where they like that is Michael and they act like you're Michael, but then it's Franklin. And I think that Michael is actually really well done where he's an absolute disaster, but it's like, all right, you've tried to do all these good things. Like, you know, he was yep. interesting and there was like reason that he was a mess up. But like Trevor it, and his friends, ugh, I did not enjoy playing as him. Um, nope. And it also put me as the player in some positions where like I always get yanked out of the game um, when all of a sudden I'm forced to do something that I don't agree with and I cannot progress in the game without doing them. Oh, like for instance, the, uh, um, what was it? It was the torture uh, scene for one. The torture scene. But yeah, there's that was so many. Awful. That was really bad. Yeah, sorry. I'm derailing us again. So switch. <laughs> the switch. Yeah, back to yes. Um, we this this is what we should tease our one of our upcoming episodes is we both have Darkest Dungeon on the Switch. Yes, we do. It's so good. I was, <laughs> I was literally I was literally just playing that uh before you called. Um uh really, really enjoying myself actually, um, on that one. It's because I've had it on uh, on my computer and actually on my iPad because I was a, like a I guess a founder. Is that the term oh, I use from for Kickstarter? Like, yeah, from Kickstarter. Like I was I was one of the founders uh, for that game I, because I, um, my my other friend John Butler put uh, put me up to it and said, "Hey, we've got this. Uh, there's this game coming out that's being made by a, a kind of unknown studio called Red Hook um, and." They uh they're putting out this this uh, dungeon crawler game based on uh, Lovecraftian themes and it looks really cool. So I invested in it. I was like I put enough into it. So then when it came out, I had the copy of the game. And then when it came out on iPad, uh, apparently that was something that I, as a founder, got the uh, I got the iPad copy. And it was okay. It wasn't like fantastic. And the issue I had with the game on there was that it would only save and update and let me play it if i was connected to wi-fi so that really killed my enjoyment of the game um and i just deleted it i haven't played on my ipad but this is like for me this is the way that darkest dungeon should have been released and it was like idealized in this format is is like you can take it anywhere with you it plays like a mobile dungeon crawler sort of game um you do your different dungeon quests and it's it's endlessly playable right it's masterful yeah, it's it's really really good, uh, and I'm really excited to dig into it now that I've got it and I can play it uh, literally wherever I go. It's so great! I just played it on vacation over the nice. weekend. Um, so that was a teaser for our myriad listeners, but I have a teaser for you. Um, okay. There's a game series coming to the Switch called The Banner Saga. So The Banner Saga one and two are already out, and Banner Saga three is coming out this summer, and it's also a Kickstarter. Have you heard of this? Uh, you, I haven't heard of three. I, I know that one and two are games that you really swear by. Are, are they on the Switch? Uh, so they're coming to the Switch, and three is going to be released on the Switch alongside like PC and Mac. Um, Ooh. And I think I think they might actually be on console too. Um, I was actually a Kickstarter. I, I, think I, have two, I think I have two on my Xbox One already. Um, but again, I'm I'm looking at games like that, like Banner Saga and Darkest Dungeon and stuff like that. If I have those on mobile, I'm going to be a hundred times more likely to play a, a tactics game like that, um, where you're 
uh, like playing this sort of indie hand-drawn title on the go rather than at my home on my console, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's amazing. I would just say pick one pick one platform and stick with it. It sounds like it's going to be switched just because there's pretty major story beats that get carried over from game to game. Um, it's like chess. It's like if Darkest Dungeon were chess instead of, you know, on a 2D plane. Um, but that's it. So I think uh, we got a wrap. Looks like the Banner Saga is currently on, maybe not on the Switch. I think it, I think it just said it's on the Switch. Awesome. All right. Well, that, I got to run. How available, and it's coming to. It might be coming to Switch. I'll have to look it up. I'll text you about it. In a bit. All right, dude. I'll see ya. Yeah, for sure. Good talking. Glad to kind of cut down and quick, but uh, it was definitely worthwhile. All right. Have a good one. All right. Take it easy.